for copyright. Greetings, uh, good friend Stefan Victor. What's up, buddy? Ooh, one moment, one moment. Hang on. We're going to start in one second. Let me just press this button real quick. Pretty sure it started without you pressing that button, but yeah, that's fine. Did you? Right, right, it, started, it started without me pressing that button, but I got a good old shot right here of Chiquila. I, You know, I also have a shot right here. Uh, some good old honey liquor, huh? Some, some Baron Jaeger, huh? You disgust me. You know what that what? sounds like, Stephanie? Why? Why does that disgust you? That sounds like bitch juice. Yeah, it's definitely bitch juice. Hey, guys, it's as close as I can get to, like, you know, Man Smirnoff juice? in, like, the hard liquor category, you know? Smirnoff ice, bro? Yeah, bro. This is this is the, the equivalent. All right, know? so let's let's take these uh these shots and uh, right. yeah, fair. dive into some freaking topics for the crew. For the All sport. right, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> this shit is going to be nasty. <laughs> All right, you have a cup, bro. I'm just drinking from a bottle. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Okay. We can switch. No, it's fine. Is it fine? What'd you say, little after? All right, are we taking these shots? Yeah. Yeah, bottoms up, buddy. Three, two, one. Cheers. Oh, there's nothing like slowly funneling down 1,800 reposado. It really sucks because, like, through the bottle, you have to, like, let a certain amount get into your mouth before you can swallow. So, like, I really had to savor the taste of it. See, I, I get to savor the taste because mine's honey liquor. So, it tastes good. Bitch juice is what I heard. Yeah, you keep forgetting the real name of it. I'm not sure what's up with that. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to rebrand it as a man's drink. Not going to happen, dude. Mike's Hard Lemonade took them years <laughs> to get that shit to work. All right, all right. I have a serious question. All right, let's hear it. Do you think... Do you think a man drinking wine is more attractive, educated looking or whatever? Uh, do you think that's a better suit for a girl? Like, do you think girls like that over some guy who likes liquor? Yep. No. I mean, you can't party. <laughs> dude. I'm not saying liquor like is a psychopath, like, oh, I'll get slammed. Well, I'll put Maybe it. you're like, you have a something. If you're at a bar and everyone's vibing and chilling and music's banging and then you see some eccentric looking motherfucker wearing a suit drinking a goddamn 1700 i don't know anything about wine but uh some real nice <laughs> nice little cat eh? yeah, something real sweet on the tongue no one's talking to that guy yeah. or everyone's talking you know to who he's guy. talking to whoever he wants to talk to you know you know that that <laughs> reminds me of like uh is he flexing though, or is he? Is he? Is he? He's chilling. No, he's like, not flexing. Like he, this is he his, just prefers this is his lifestyle. Nah, fuck that guy, dude. But but you have to think that's like the Dos Equis legend, you know? Yeah, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm 24 years old. I don't give a shit. Well, the Dos Equis the most legend interesting is man that guy in the world. Is just holding the Dos Equis. Yeah. Also, the Dos Equis legend is a fucking legend. This dude in the bar holding the fucking wine glass is not the Dos Equis man. All right, all right, all right. He's the me... least interesting man in the world. Right, not the right. Most interesting. All right, let me let me let me give it to you from this this perspective. All right. All right. Let's let's say you're right. Completely, I I agree with you. If you are in a bar or or a club and you are a man drinking a wine in a wine glass off to the side, like where not... did you even get the wine glass, bro? I know yeah, damn bar or club honestly, giving you that shit. You, you, you brought that shit. Yeah, no, you don't want to be that guy, right? But listen, listen, hear me out. If you are on a one-on-one date with a girl absolutely she's gonna find you more classy educated and attractive if you order a wine and act like you know something about it i, yeah, I, bro, feel, but like, I feel like not, not to sound like that young guy but and this isn't coming for me this is coming from the alcohol but 
you know, if you're a young dude and you're trying to trying to smash, you know what I'm saying, you're probably not you're probably not pulling out a couple of glasses of wine. Or maybe you are, but I'm just saying a twenty four year old, he's like, Yeah, let me get a let me get a rum and coke for me and the lady. You know what I mean? Like let's be a reasonable and yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Well, a lot of ladies don't like rum and coke. You know, you want to ask them what they want. I feel like they will be more attracted to you if you let them drink what they want. Like, they're probably going to prefer a wine, and you can have whatever you want. But I also think that, like, a, a, a liquor, like, if you have whiskey um, or scotch, like, if you have something strong that is, like, a, a generic symbol of, of manliness like that, that is – they uh, also find that more attractive than you just sipping a wine. But if you're drinking a wine with them, it's just an extra connection, which probably helps get things going. Yeah, the only problem I'm having, dude, is that you're drinking simp juice and you're telling us. Yeah, I mean, so the way I see it, you know how you know how I see it, Stefan? Here's what I see. I think if, if you're drinking whiskey with someone, you've, you're at a whole nother level. Like, whiskey speaks volumes. Like if, a, if, a, if a man and a woman are at a restaurant or some shit and they ask for whiskey... They're fucking married or some yeah, shit. Yeah, they're, they're not on a date. Like the whiskey's the fucking the pain of all those years of being with that woman. <laughs> it's how you like, drown no, out. Give me pain. one of those so I can forget about this bitch. That's what that is. She's like, and I'll take two because he's ten times fucking worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you got these two hammered fucking assholes. Yeah, I'll be honest, man. I don't care. She can drink whatever she wants. As long as she's not hammered, and then like, because <laughs> you're saying first date, like if you're on a first date with a girl, this is what you would want. You would if, if it's my first date with a chick, and, she, and she's going straight, and she's like, "Hey, waiter, can I just get a I don't know, like a shot of vodka?" I'm gonna be like, "What kind of fucking date is this? Big Red Chili's? Why are you ordering vodka?" You know what I mean? Well, okay, the fact that you're in Chili's makes it a big difference than if you take her to a bar. Well, first of all, I will reiterate for the fourth time that I'm a 24 year old guy, and bitch, I'm not taking you to fucking Bonefish Grill for the first time. I don't know if this shit's gonna work out. Your second thought might be, bitch, Bonefish Grill ain't that much better than Chili's. I don't give a fuck. You probably ain't paying. That's true. She ain't. She ain't. Not not yet. Not yet. <laughs> that split, that little split down the middle doesn't come Yo, for once, a while, bro. Once you get the PS5, you did. <laughs> that, that PS5 hits different, bro. Yeah, even once you get the Xbox, the new Xbox, you can't leave yet, man. You gotta I, get the PS5. I condemn, I condemn simping, but if it's if it's to get a PS5, then you, you condone it. You do, you, bro. <laughs> I you go, might not even be simping, then you're just playing the game. I'm gonna just say I look the other way. <laughs> That's true. If you play it off like you're simping just to get the PS5, you're a legend. Dude, oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah but if you do all that simping and you don't end up, like, say she's like, yeah, baby, I was going to buy you that PS5, but I could only get you the PS4 refurbished. <laughs> what do you do to that chick? Yo. <laughs> get the f- out of you know, my house. I'm, doing, I'm going straight to her closet and fucking cutting her Louis Vuittons, bro. Fuck <laughs> that, bitch. A PS5. You're like, bitch, I already got a PS4. That shows how much you pay attention to me. No, dude, what you got to do is go into the closet, take the Louis Vuittons, and sell them so you can buy it yourself. <laughs> ah, see, that is a lot better. You see, that's likely, a, that's a, you may that's or may not have right those there. Louis Vuittons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, shit. And the, and the downside about being in, like, a nice relationship is that, you know, you'll find yourself buying a bunch of nice shit for somebody, and then when it comes down for them to buy like, okay, oh, yeah, I'm going to call dude. out my girlfriend, bro. Woo! I would buy this chick, like, all sorts of like nice expensive jewelry, and then it would come to my birthday, bro. This bitch got me a card. Oh. She didn't even make the card. She Emily, bought me the fucking no. card. She wrote her name in it. She didn't even write me like a nice cute little <laughs> fucking letter, bro. Fucking Emily, bro. She's like, That's I didn't sad. have a job. I'm like, That's bitch, I've never had a job. That's <laughs> sad, Dave. Bro, for sure, for sure, those 
can, can we take a second to just like when you get a, a card that is handmade and has like special like a note you know like personalized rather rather than printed how much like more important that becomes automatically i mean i'm still gonna rip it up and use it as like filters for my (laughs) joints but that's unrelated i mean it'll probably get used after i use the other cards you know that card might get ripped out last because hey you know that was really nice you to write that shit that i probably didn't read that seriously but you know i would have definitely appreciated that more than the two dollar hallmark piece of shit she got me jesus christ well, well at least you know your words. way to put it's her on blast, bro. This conversation is just to press the shit out of me. I'm taking another shot. Same, same. I don't know what this is like. I mean, think, of, think about like, all, also like all, the end of the bottle. Think about the, the amount of money we've spent oh, God. on like women just because we were fucking simps. We were young little simps. Well, back we when like, I was a young little simp, I wasn't even using my own money. That's what I'm saying, but like, God, I gotta get roses like, think about it, like, think about how many fucking like, if you bought a necklace or something for a girl or some oh, shit. Dude, I mean, like, even bro. sterling silver back then. Yeah, shit, fuck that shit, dude. And I, I used to be like, yeah, babe, I got you that sterling silver, and she'd be like, oh, honey. Bro, I used to buy like Tiffany company shit, and now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I could have okay. bought like fucking fifty games. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, That's like my mindset. I could have bought. Nah, well, I, I would drag my ass to Walmart. <laughs> Not even that. Like, yeah, I could have fucking saved it and used it for dope shit now. But yeah, I was gonna say like, bro, you could have like bought off your car completely or had the Valve oh, yeah. with a gaming computer and like have and... all this bomb equipment for the podcast. And you're like, bro, it's... I could have bought fifty games. <laughs> Instead, what do I have? A couple fucking bodies. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, honestly, like that's it. Yep. I got some bodies, and they fucking suck to having sex anyway. So they're not. They don't count. Yeah, you. Shit. <laughs> a couple so bodies to the investments. I did. I made four investments, but I like them as a person. So that's more important. Is that more important? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm not with them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, it's just different reasons, but you know, it is what it is, bro. Yeah. Is it? Is it what it is, or is it not? Shut the. Yo, hey, what are the odds, Stefan, that you, uh, you know, I couldn't think of anything good right there, but I was like, it's coming. <laughs> I love the way that your brain works. Yeah, yeah slow as fuck. Stefan, what are the I odds love- that you take a full lung rip out of your pen right now? Followed by, without exhalation, a shot of the simp juice. I just finished all of the simp juice. I have another full bottle, though. I can go. I was get gonna it. say, dude, that simp juice had yeah, to have been borderline KO'd, bro. Time to bust out the new bottle. Please. Although, I mean, to be fair, it's been like uh, I don't know. This is like my. I've had four or five shots of this before it finished. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've single-handedly damaged this. Well, my my liver, and then also this, this <laughs> bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll happen when you're a man. All right, I got a question for you, buddy, because uh, apparently we're not capable of thinking of our own thoughts, so looking them up is easier. All right, um, let's, uh, let's hear it. Is peer pressure a good thing? Uh, I think it depends. All right, that's a fair start. That's a, that's a, it's an interesting question that so I've never had it, like, put in play like that. You know, like, I feel like generally peer pressure is is put on this playing field where it's it's bad people pressuring you into doing things that you wouldn't otherwise do um it's given a negative connotation right but peer pressure can also be a good thing because if you have good friends that are trying to push you to do something positive um and drag you out of sometimes it's good to have that you know like someone it gives you momentum right off the bat if instead of just like 
thinking you're alone trying to do something, if you have other people trying to push you in the direction that you know you should be going, if that counts as peer pressure, yeah. Because right, I mean, so now that you've answered that question, and I do agree with everything you've said, me and Mauro really think you should go to the fridge, pop that new bottle, take a fat rip, and then slam her, dude. Well, I'll take it. I'm, I'm opening the bottle right now. Ain't no rip happening, but I'm opening this bottle. It sounds like you half-assed the job, bro. I didn't half-ass, you know. Like I said, if you have good friends pushing you in a positive direction, it sounds like you've everything got bad you're telling me to do is negative, negative direction. direction. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Well, these are topics you, are off. Are you taking one with me, buddy? Um, another shot. It'll be my third. Sure, why not? Well, this is I don't know five. I think. I have a question for you. Yeah. Stephen. I got work tomorrow. Fuck me. Oh, <laughs> All right. What's the question? Um, let's see. I found a good one right here. It says, you ready? Yeah, let me take the shot while you ask it. Go. Yeah, go ahead. No, take a shot. No, yeah, ask it while I'm taking a shot. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. How <laughs> small is your wing? <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, that's, we don't want to know that. Uh, should <laughs> individuals own their own DNA? Isn't that kind of an interesting question? Like, do you think at some point the government or maybe even... Tech, of course we should own our DNA. What kind like of biomedical is? companies will start? Well, okay, so think about... Oh, yeah, started doing it. That's kind of an interesting... Like, I, I like that fact. But if you think about it, because if you're like a sperm donor, you're donating your sperm, which contains your DNA, and you're just giving it away for a minuscule amount of money. You know, I mean, unless you're like super famous or incredibly athletic, I'm sure you could get a lot of money for it. But like, essentially it. what you're doing is selling your DNA to someone else so they can have it. Yeah, but you had to own that DNA in order to sell it in the first place. Obviously, once absolutely, you made a transaction absolutely. with the DNA, it's no longer yours, so that's fine. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's on both ends. Like, yes, you own your own DNA. Like, I mean, you are your own person, um, but you can. there are ways for you to give it off. And I'm sure at some point they'll be able to, like, manufacture your DNA at whatever point. But, you know, hopefully yeah, part of the future. I don't, want, I don't want, like, 20 copies of Morrow running around just because he has the money to make clones. So what is the best way for a human to transfer their own DNA to another human? True. Do you think I'm a scientist? <laughs> Do you think I'm in the biomedical engineering field where I can answer these Bro, questions my, my with certainty or information? Reading, my first thought upon reading that question was Honestly, sex. It's, yeah, it's or, very uh, simple. It's, <laughs> like, it's not like some like technological process that's going to happen. No, I mean, unless you wanted to have... Uh, a non-coitus freaking DNA transfer, which at that point it could be artificial insemination. But if you didn't want to have that, if you wanted to actually have yeah, my question, DNA spliced together for yeah, some fucking reason. When you said I'm not a doctor, what were you imagining when I asked you that question? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I thought you were just asking me some some question about like cloning your DNA somehow. I mean, not no, not not sir, did. Uh, I, I was in a different mindset, you know. I, I was already talking about the scientific field, so it just naturally glided right into that and skipped over the sexual aspect. Yeah, bro, it's that simp juice, man. It's making you skip over the part that's important. Well, you know, if it is the simp juice that's making me do it, you know, it, it might not be simp juice. You know, it might just be normal juice. Unfortunately, the, the like a three feet radius of where you're at is also simp air, and that's Great. pretty much just from wherever you're standing. So you're kind of bound on that one. Is that is, is simp air just COVID? <laughs> is that what it's it actually is? just whatever you exhale. 
So I just, well, well, if I'm exhaling it, I should be safe, right? I got recirculation in here. My AC's going. Yeah, it's just recirculated in Simper, bro. I don't know if you know. Well, like, well I mean, if, if you the don't simp, have a Simp filter, there's nothing If the Simp air is coming from me, then yeah, I already have it. So it doesn't matter if I get it again. Well, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but um, catching, catching Simp disease is actually about twice as likely as catching COVID right now. Wow. I mean, I, I understand that. You know, let's expand on that. You know, you everyone know is this everyone is straight is from so the CDC lonely. website, bro. I don't know why you're beefing right now, dude. Everyone is so lonely right now. I can't imagine the amount of, of simps that, especially since that term got originated, like right when this happened. Can I uh, interject you right now? Please? Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, I'm gonna switch this vibe up because this is getting a little fucking gay with this COVID shit. So <laughs> we're gonna switch it up here. I got a little question for you, dudes. All right, so just focusing on some mellow, relaxing vibes. What is some of your, like, what do you think was one of your prime memories of of your high school age? Soccer. Absolutely soccer for me. Well, highlight one memory. Give it, give it to me in detail. I want to I wanna experience what you experience. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you one thing. I'll take with me for forever, all right? Yeah, so whatever I, Stefan says, I'll piggyback off of that with a similar memory. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, let's get it. All right, deal. All right, so in high school, when I first joined the varsity team, um, I think it was my junior year, we versed Astronaut High School. Now, Astronaut is not a very good school. You know, they're, they're known for getting kind of wrecked in soccer games. But for me, for my first season being full-time varsity, because sophomore year, I played both varsity and JV. But when I was fully varsity and it was at the end of the season and the seniors were getting ready to leave, so we were looking for a new key striker, and Coach Eric knew that. So I, I knew that I had to kind of perform, especially against like a, a team that's not supposed to be that very good. And I scored, um, I think it's called like a perfect hat trick where you score, you score one with your left foot, uh, one volley and one header. And I did, I got a hat trick uh, and it was like that uh, against uh, Astronaut. And it, it felt so good because I hadn't scored a hat trick before that in high school soccer. I'd scored it in club soccer, but I hadn't scored it in high school soccer. So it felt like, I don't know. I'll always take that with me. The fact, the way that I, I did all. Yeah. So my, my follow-up to that amazing experience you had. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my sophomore year, bro. Um, I think I was still JV and we were playing Coco high school. And Ooh, Coco nice. high school was the bees knees at football, bro. They would Jeez. fuck you up, drag you down the field, and throw you over the fucking goal. They were they're, they're sponsored by Nike. Their stadium yeah, the is massive. Wild, a lot dude. of their players go pro. Oh yeah. So, Anyone who wants a Coco, freaking shout out, mad respect to that. Right, dude, they're one of the yeah. biggest. So biggest that high was if you played football. If you played soccer, you were probably <laughs> yeah, a part trash. of one of the shittiest teams that ever existed. <laughs> In fucking hands. The eastern coast of the United States. Oh, easily, <laughs> dude. So my only memory was uh, playing these guys, dude. We were slaughtering them like 6-0. Everything was going great, man. And then I jumped up. And at the same time I jumped, this other kid jumped. And his height, in comparison to mine, I'm probably 5'11". He was about, I don't know, three foot five. That's probably a little fucked up on my part, but that's what it felt like. I jumped in the air. He jumped in the air. I went really high up. He didn't move at all. I landed <laughs> on him. And then broke my ankle. And then, uh, yeah, that's your fucking most amazing high school memory. That's the best high school memory wow. I've got. 
I'm very uh, sorry that your high school experience was so low. Yeah, uh, have you considered re-going to high school? Uh, no, unfortunately, <laughs> after that event, every other sport I ever played, which was tennis, uh, wow, I was hoping I could think of a lot more off the top of my head, uh, tennis, soccer, um, football. football, like all those things. I broke my ankle at every single one of them after, bro. Nonstop. Every time I stepped on the field, bro, I'd step on like, you could step on like um, some grass and like maybe half an inch of the grass was uneven. Broken ankle. Wait, I have a question. How do you break your ankle playing tennis? Uh, Non-contact. Yeah, so you get freaking skirted off. Dude. Bro, you ever had someone break your ankles in basketball? Jeez. Yes. Yeah, well, that's never happened to me because I don't suck, dude. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but because like but basically that super fast cut like when you're trying to get from one side of the, the court to the other side i did that and like my body could handle it but my ligaments in my ankle said nah that's cool and so that shit just snapped like a fucking springboard so is it just your ligaments that snap every time or is it the bone that breaks yeah so i'm lying i keep saying this damn ankle break it's a it's a grade one sprain because i have no ligaments left Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, if you have no ligaments left, then it's a lot easier to determine how you, if you sprint for a ball and then turn super fast. Oh, you yeah. Could easily just overextend. I mean, it ligaments. sucks now because, like, that was when I was in shape. Now that I'm 24 and work this shitty career, like, I could probably be walking to the grocery. It starts to rain a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, man, I don't want to get wet. So I take, like, a light jog, maybe, like, a trot, and then I turn the corner to get into the store, and that's that. Sad days. Sad, Sad days. days. Sad days, dude. Back in the day when you used to be healthy and athletic, and that wouldn't happen, but, you know. I was never healthy or athletic, but, yeah, I was healthier and more athletic than I was now. That's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, I could agree with that myself. Yeah, man. Well, now that I've successfully shattered myself, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys can take that over. I'm a riptus. Well, that, I mean, you guys answered my question with Mara, what, distinct answers. Mara, what's a, what's your answer to your own question? What was your like your your key highlight? One of your one of your best moments from high school that you always remember? Like everyone has a couple, but what's one that stands out? You know, one of your top three for high school. Dang, yeah. I don't. I have a lot, but since we kind of <laughs> stuck to sports and you know stuff like that, I'm gonna stick to not soccer. Soccer was amazing at Coco uh, Beach, and even in Texas when I played at Clear Lake, that was. It was a blast. Quick, quick, no quick question. Um, or quick answer, actually. Uh, I don't think soccer was that amazing when you were at Coco Beach. <laughs> well, I mean, amazing as in, like, it was it was just fun to hang out with the boys, fair, even fair. though the rest of my teammates sadly didn't play soccer. <laughs> but, fair, fair point. Um, the ones that did, you know, obviously, they were fun to chill with. But aside from my soccer memories, dude, I think that uh, eventually later on, the same time that I was playing soccer at Cocoa Beach, I was doing cross country. And, dude, when I first started cross country, it was so hard. I was like, what the F is this? I've never ran for this long. Like, this, like in soccer, you run a lot, but you get to choose when you run. <laughs> it's not nonstop. So I started doing cross country. And I think it was, like, further on in, once where I had my great memory, which was Max and I were doing cross country. And we went to this, to this race in the morning. It's kind of fucked up. This is my best memory. It was probably Max's worst memory. <laughs> but we we went to this uh to this freaking run, and it was a pretty big one. I think it was like regionals or something. And uh, we're all lined up. And the way a cross country race works is, you know, they shoot off the gun, everybody starts running, and that's it. But if someone falls within the first like 150 like feet or whatever, everybody has to run all the way back and restart. <laughs> so. So here's the plan. 
I'm in this group and I'm looking at Max and I'm like, yo, it would be kind of funny if we restarted the race because it's such an important race and we know we're not going to win. And he's like, that's kind of fucked up. We shouldn't do that. And then everybody else is kind of like, eh, I don't know. And so I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm, this is going to happen. <laughs> and so we do. I do this. They restart the race. And then we actually run, which, by the way, when they restart the race, everybody's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but then we re- we, we're actually running the race. And Max just, like, stops. He's in front of me. He was a little faster than me, so he was, like, in front of me. I just see him stop. And he just, like, walks over and, like, releases his intestines, dude. Just, like pukes everywhere (laughs) just like that's it he didn't race he didn't complete the race but the way the reason why it was so fun or my best memory is because it was one of those races where it was so like cold in the morning it was misty and about like three miles in it felt like i had just started like i wasn't even tired like when i finished i was like i could have kept running like it felt good to run like that's why i like that race so much that's crazy yeah I hate. Yeah, I don't have too many memories like run. that. Yeah, like I mean, I would do two a days for football, but I never like woke up at you know six or five in the morning and being like, "Fuck yeah, I can't wait to go work out right now when everybody else is asleep and I'm fucking 16. I mean, I didn't do cross country because I was like, "This is dope." I did it because I was like, "Soccer, will, I'll be so much better at soccer because of this." Yeah, so, man. Boom, the like, entire time I was playing sports, my body just kept like breaking, and I was like, "Please." Please, stop. Is there, is there anything in high like, school? No matter how much muscle I packed on, dude, my ligaments were just like, yeah, but we're weak, so fuck you. And so they just kept snapping, dude, just not made for it. I think soccer was just such a key part of my life growing up. Yeah, I, I played mean, a fuckload of soccer. That's honestly how Stefan and I met. I met Ryan before Stefan. Yeah. That's the only sport I played a full four years in high school. Because I played football for three years. I did tennis for a year to diving for a year did... i've played since like four years old <laughs> oh i mean like i'm talking high school wise yeah, oh, i'm actual, playing for a fat friend. actual league i think we all started u6 which is like uh, super young that was like when i came to the states so. yeah u6 was our first league and then my I very think... first time i played soccer was like on a it was like it was like a, a u4 league for the ymca and i, I remember <laughs> i I was playing inside of like a court. It was like you know how they have like the basketball. Oh, you remember this? That's yeah, yeah, dude. I, I remember. I remember what the this. Fuck I did yesterday, and you're talking Listen, about when you were four. This is the only memory I have because it was traumatic. All right, <laughs> it was so traumatic. I remember this. So I remember I was playing soccer most of the time. Like the parents just got happy whenever the kids did anything because we're all four year old. There's like two goals and a soccer ball, and like no one knows who's on whose team, and mm-hmm. no one knows what we're supposed to be doing. But for, I picked it up pretty fast that so you're supposed to move the ball into the goal, and that's the point. And, like, I didn't understand, like, these other people trying to take it away. It's like everyone goes for the ball. Even my own teammates were trying to take the ball from me. <laughs> all right? We were four years old. We all just wanted the ball. That was the whole point. But they had this divider in between two basketball courts, and we were using one basketball court for, for our, uh, our field. And on that, on that divider, there's, like, this metal, this thin metal cable that just ran across the side of it. Oof. All right, and, and it was like that was like the out of bounds. Sounds like the key point of the story. <laughs> it is. It it is the key point of the story. But we're not there. It yet. sounds so like I, the murder weapon of the story. Yeah. Honest. Listen, at one point, I'm running with the soccer ball, and I'm I'm running up the sideline because there's everybody else is trying to get it. So I'm trying to stay as far off the side as I can get. 
I get all the way out to where this this divider is, where this cable is, and I'm just running straight against this 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 divider because there's a mass of people kind of like crushing me, pushing me off to the side. Now I still have the ball. I'm kicking it forward. I don't have good aim. I'm just kicking it and running. I remember I leave the ball because I was running against this metal cord against like my calf <laughs> halfway through, and I just get like a cut from running against this cable. I leave the ball run straight into the bleachers where my mom is and just just i'm crying i'm bawling i just run off the field and run straight to my mom <laughs> that is my only memory from ymca soccer wait so <laughs> you cried because you, you cut your leg because he purposely ran on the side yeah because i was running against the divider and then i felt the pain of it after and i just got hurt and i started crying i ran off the field Ran straight to the bleachers where my mom was. That's the only thing I remember from from being. Honestly, there. if you're if you, at the age of four, that probably felt like you were literally getting sawed off. Like <laughs> it like, probably wasn't even that bad. It was probably like a little tiny slice. Yeah, probably a little death scratch. You thought you just got slashed in half or some shit. Oh you like talk God. to your mom. Mom, do you remember uh, your dad? Like, hey, do you remember this event or anything? And they're like, uh, yeah, your leg was actually hanging off. <laughs> oh and you're like, wait, I thought we just put a bandaid on. No, we had reconstructive surgery. Some of the most complex and expensive <laughs> surgery science was able to offer at the time. I'm gonna use the like, restroom. Dang, they did a good job. I don't even have a scar. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bitching unfortunate. Yeah, the only memory I have from being like uh, less than five years old was. I was riding my bike, and, like, I guess my parents taught me how to ride a bike, but they clearly didn't teach me how to ride it very fucking well. <laughs> and so well, I was I was riding it, and I guess, like, I could ride straight. That wasn't a problem. But to turn, that was an issue. So I would just, like, imagine your hands are on the handlebars. You've got them both flat. You're looking out in front of you. And then you just turn your hands full 90 degrees. Bam. Wheels now locked sideways. There is nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah I was exactly. like, that is how you take a right. No, well, that is how you go right into the concrete. And so I flew over the handlebars, probably screaming. And uh, my, I didn't even get my fucking hands down. My face hit the concrete, ripped my chin off. Off. I'm talking like that shit was L separated. And uh, yeah, I went to the hospital. That's about all I remember. To be honest, I don't remember all of those details. I remember like yanking my handlebars screaming a lot white lights and also a bucket that i was bleeding from my face into oh that's 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 what i remember this is getting very graphic well this is tvma i I don't know what i came back to but uh i say we uh flip it up (laughs) we can flip it up what do you what do you suppose we uh flip it to huh Some freaking random ass question. All right. So, should parents be able to refuse medical treatment for their children? How old's the child? Obviously, under 18 and clearly unconscious for whatever medical reason. Should well, they be able to refuse the treatment? Well, choose, you know? So, like, say the child is dying and the parents are like, nah, fuck that treatment. That ain't going to work. The doctor's like, no. It definitely is. I've been to Harvard Medical School. I'm actually a fucking genius. You're a fucking idiot, and you're going to kill your kid if you don't do this. And the parents are like, eh, no, nah, we actually believe in Scientology, and this is against that, so fuck you. We're not doing it. Like, should they have well, the science, right to be like, Scientology nah, would definitely go with the scientist. Yeah, well, okay, I was picking some random bullshit, but you get the point. I think right. I'm sure Honestly. there's some, like, child protective service out there, a rule where, like, if the parents are just being completely 
dumb about it. So they, they, they definitely intervene. Well, I'm so sure. when does that come into play? Like, okay, say there's like serious illness raging in America and the parents like, nah, vaccines give my kid autism. And so the so, kid's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, let's, no let's, vaccination. Let's like, talk let's, about that for a minute. Let's say, let's say, what, what are the right. circumstances? Because what if, if it's a life saving? If the parent is an anti vaxxer and their entire perspective is that, no, I don't want the government doing things, then why did you bring them to the hospital in the first place? And Two, also, usually if you don't have enough money for the surgery, what are you supposed to do? You should always save your kid if you love your kid and you're a good parent and go into debt and figure it out. And yeah, the only downside is to like the, the actual reality of the world is not a lot of, I mean, obviously a lot, most people love their kids, but you know, there's plenty of people like my brother, they don't give a fuck about their kids, dog. It's sad to see. This is yeah. another payment, son. That's what they look at it as. Yeah, which is terrifying to see that. And and at that point, you know, it's but that's very common. I don't want. I don't want to say that's common, but I want it to say very it's, common. It's more common than I would like to think. How about that? It is so common that I see it happening every day. I I see. I mean, like I've definitely seen it, but I don't want to say it's bitch. Common. I said every day. Yeah, it happens every day. Every day. Well. Okay. <laughs> nah, it's common as fuck. That's all I know. That's pretty fucked up. But alas, what you gonna do, son? Yeah, no, it's it's sad to see. I wish there was like something we could do, you know, but it's it's just up to the parents at that point. But so you're saying it is up to the parents? I'm saying it's up to the parents to have a kid in the first place. If you're gonna have a kid, you need to do everything you can to take care of it because you brought. Yeah, now it you should bring your ass back to the original question, son. Is it okay for the parents to say deny care because it's their kid? the kid maybe isn't conscious or maybe the kid isn't coherent enough to make its own decision for whatever reason, you know, do they have the right to deny care or obviously ask or, you know, go after certain care that maybe isn't recommended? You know, I, I want to say, I want to say, yes, they should, because in most instances, the parents will care about their kids and make the best decision for them. But because if it's not up to them, then who's it up to? Then it's up to it the government. It would be up to the medical community, which right. if it was which up to like the medical be, community, I would say that's probably fair. If it's up to a doctor, not fair. Yeah, maybe there should be like a second board where there's a second opinion or something of, of kids who are who are incapable of making a decision. But Yeah, I think something like that would make more sense because like at the end of the day, anti-vaccination, pro- like in my opinion, not a good move. Nope. Parents. <laughs> probably not that informed yep <laughs> alas what you gonna do you know if the doctors were able to decide um then the kids would be vaccinated the downside the parents would lose their motherfucking mind because i mean you just did something against their will to their children it's not your child so yeah that's a fucking weird gray line to even talk about to be honest yeah that's a that's kind of a weird place to go and i'm sure there's a, mi- a million opinions on it and different ways that you could go with it but my my initial reaction is yes, the parents should be able to. But I mean, I was blessed to have you know like two parents that I know would do absolutely anything in the world to k- take care of my brother and I. So for me, it's like oh no doubt I would let my parents do whatever they think is best because <clears throat> honestly, whatever they think is best is better than what I would do. Um, but some parents don't have that, so you know it's a it's a crazy question to ask when you get into that that realm because that's not what I initially think of. But it's I definitely mean, something we the need whole- to think of. The whole topic alone just <clears throat> makes me think about how like weird a concept trust is. Yeah. You know, just in the sense that like, you know, depending on where you're at in life, like say you're at the lowest point in your life, if someone offers you a hand and tells you to trust them, you're probably going to do it because you're at this low point, you have nothing left to turn to. 
you know. Depends. Pride can sometimes overtake that. And that's true. And sometimes pride makes you not trust somebody because you're more confident in yourself. Or, you know, sometimes people are trying to miss, like, it's just like the concept of trust can be so easily broken. It can be so easily lied upon. It can, like, it, manipulation when it comes to trust is so fucking nuts. It's just fluid. It's and that comes down to your kids. comes down to the decisions you make at home with your doctor, with your wife, with, with, your, with your side chick, you know, everything you do, so. <laughs> Did you just casually throw your side chick in there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't that casual. I figured everybody would have done that. All right, just you know, just making sure. I just hey, Stefan. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm like reading all these freaking topics over here, and this one just—I don't know why it caught my eye. But do you think uh, fairy tales affect children's reality of uh, or perception of reality? Considering pornography changes adults' perception of sex, I would say yes. But I, I know wanna... you weren't asking me that, so. Oh, I, mean, I would agree. That, I think that's a killer think... way to explain it, though. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty I mean, stoned, and I would agree that that fairy tales do change the perspective, but I think that most fairy tales are pushed to, to create like a more positive moral outcome than other things. Like they push that the good will prevail that, you know, there's this fairy tale love and they it want you to through... grow up, not knowing yet the, the fears of the world, the true harsh cold reality. But I think fiction does that in general. It doesn't yeah, fiction. have to be a fairy tale. Like fiction can make you think you're invincible as a kid. You know, I used to think like, man, you know, when you're growing up in high school, you could be like, oh, dude, I could easily take on three people at once that are trying to fuck me up. Like, say you're at the peak of your fitness, you know, you're starting to get some confidence about you. Your confidence and your ego can literally blow up so rapidly. And then with that happening, like, you can think you're invincible. And then when some realistic shit happens, like, you get jumped or you get in a regular one-on-one fight and you get lit up or some shit like that that makes you go, oh, wow, I'm not invincible. Quite frankly, I suck and I should probably get better. Like, I- I feel like it's uh it's when when you go through a phase where you have a lot of positive things happen to you consecutively in a row where your ego starts to expand you're like oh I'm better at this I'm better at this this happened to me this which happened to me which can be good which can be good but if you hold yourself to that level of success in which you know a couple of fluke or I mean it could be hard work things like even good thing if a bunch of good things happen to you in a row you just feel better about yourself you fuel your ego, and then when something bad happens to it, you kind of have let down your safeguards because you're so used to winning at that point that it can knock you down a couple yeah. notches. But but back to like fairy tales, I think fairy tales are generally a good thing. It gives you something to look forward to. It gives you something like a positive influence. But and, and Mario, your aspect of it of it not showing a negative, I feel like most fairy tales have a huge negative in which like the the main character has to overcome in order to become great, and that's something that I feel like it pushes youth to to focus on their problems and overcome them in order to be something better, which I think is a great moral story, but sometimes it's very short lived. You know, it's an hour and a half in which the ending is always positive. And so it kind of makes it seem easy. And when people give up because it's not as easy as the fairy tales, well, then you have a problem. I mean, the is Santa Claus a fairy tale? Yeah. <laughs> in the sense I mean, that like, when I think it, of though. fairy tales, Santa Claus as a, as a for some reason, I think character of, or Saint, Saint Nicholas. That, Saint, well, that's what I'm getting difference. at. Cause like the story, like, I feel like a fairy tale has to have a story and like the story of Santa Claus, not really much of a story. He's a character. You know what I mean? The story of Saint Nicholas, there's an actual story. The guy fucking died. A bunch of shit happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, it was just, it, it's something to look forward to. And I think what I get out of this question, do fairy tales affect your reality perception? I think they kind of, they they prepare you for what society has created, which is, I think, the beauty of not knowing is something that 
makes you happy. You like to not know the the, the answer to something a lot of times rather than know it. Because if you know it, well, it's, called, like, it's not as interesting. Ignorance is bliss, right? Exactly. Especially when you're imaginative. So you always want to have this, oh, it, this could be a thing. So I'm going to try to reach for it. And, th- and that's what you do in life. You just reach for things that you, you hope are possible at some point. And then if they do become possible, then you're happy. But, you know, if you know right off the rip, like, those, all these things are not possible, and this is how life really is, fuck, your, fuck that. I think that's what most people get sucked into, though. It's like, these things are actually attainable, and people focus on them for a little bit, and then after a little bit, they're like, man, I can't fucking get there. Fuck this shit. It isn't actually attainable. Like, say it's Lamborghini. No, it is attainable. It just means that there was way more work that you had to put in than you probably okay. wanted to put it in the first place. True. So if, that's, if yeah. that is the, the case, then that means that fairy tales – they don't prepare you for rejection. They prepare you for all the good, all the good stuff that comes out. One hundred percent. So when they you, don't prepare you when for you reality, get to right? that first rejection, which is natural, you're not going to get what you want all the so, time. So can I? And you're like, I can't do this, and I can't do anything else because I couldn't do this. Yeah, but that's at yeah. a very young age because obviously I mean, you get yeah. to like twelve, and then you realize, oh, all this shit that I was reading at ten, eleven, and nine uh, was fake. So you come to this realization that, oh, okay, exactly. this is fictional. This isn't real. This is La La Land. I, my imagination starts so to they, so separate from my consciousness. So in that sense, then they do affect Yeah, it affects things. small children until a later date. And, when yeah, they, until something more over, overwhelming. Yeah, knowledge, science, Usually math. That, I, think, I think for us as humans, it's more so the experience. I think a lot of us just trust someone else. Yeah, but you're never going to experience no. Santa Claus. You're never going to fucking see. You might but see him at a store, but when you hit 17 and 18 and you see him at that store and you see him at the other store, you're going to be like, oh, that ain't even the same motherfucker. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, your realization is going to occur at some point. It doesn't matter I, when. Sure. But to what extent do you, are you pushing? Because, I mean, fairy tales aren't made to prepare you for the world. They're made to entertain you while giving you some, some moral story. You know, there's a, there's a moral lessons too. But right. some they, kids take these fairy saying. tales very different, bro. I thought the tooth fairy was scary as a motherfucker. Uh, Bitch, would yeah. you come underneath your pillow after you put some teeth under there that's and sketch. steal that shit and leave some fucking money for you? I used to think Get that right. shit out of my house. But, but Why listen, did my ADT alarm system I pay for a monthly go off when this bitch came in? You know who I used to think was the tooth fairy? You know the fairy from fucking Shrek? I used to think she was the tooth fairy. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> See, lady. that's the kind of worst nightmare that I'm talking about. You wake up and there's like an old lady going, shh, go back to sleep, little boy. And she just snatches the oh, tooth and then leaves no. like a dollar bill underneath your shit, right. pats you on the head and you leaves. Know, you know what you yeah. do? Out of point? all of them, that's kind of like the weirdest. But to be fair, when I was a kid and I lost a tooth and I put a tooth under my pillow. First of all, can we, can we, I think as children, we sleep a lot harder than we do as adults. Yeah, we do. Because I cannot imagine a full grown person coming into my room nowadays and reaching under my pillow, moving my head because my head is directly over the tooth (laughs) and then pulling it out and putting a dollar back under. Okay. So my entire life believing, you know, like until you turn to like a reasonable age and being like, wait, that's horse crap. Okay. So you have a good point. Until I tell you this story. And it's the story of how Connor realized the tooth fairy was not real. First of all, never thought the bitch was real anyway. I lived in a pretty realistic house filled with violence. So, one night, 
I put my tooth under the pillow. Because regardless of believing in this bitch, you still got a dollar or two yeah. for that motherfucking tooth. You got to confirm. <laughs> and also, this year, your boy had a gold tooth, son. So I put that shit under there thinking, man, that gold probably worth an extra penny or two cuss. <laughs> so I put it under there, was thinking like, all right, this is going to be dope. I go to sleep, and in the middle of the night, my drunk motherfucking ass mother comes up and just punches me in the fucking face. Full force. No stop. Just dead ass awake, bro. Just in that moment, I woke up. I go, ow. And she just says, don't tell your sister. And then puts a dollar under my pillow, pats me on the head, and takes her drunk ass to bed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, the tooth fairy is real, then. <laughs> <laughs> That's the drunk ass fairy. Yeah, for real. Bro, oh. she, I, I probably woke up the next day with a fucking bloody nose. What was the point of punching you in the face? She didn't mean to. She was so drunk when she tried to get to the pillow. She obviously stumbled or some shit I mean, and like tried to catch how herself young, how young with my you? face. I was like 11. Okay. So maybe it was kind of hard and you just like... At that age, bro, I definitely knew that this shit didn't oh, okay. exist. I wasn't worried about it. Like it was all good. I wasn't upset. I was upset that I got punched in the fucking nose and woken up at two in the morning because my mom was drunk and trying to give me a dollar. Could have done that the next day. It would have been the same shit. And I wouldn't have had to have seen her embarrassing ass act like a tooth fairy. Oh, yeah. 100%. But it's all good. I didn't tell my little sister. She probably woke up another year or two later with the same problem. She was hibernating for two years? No, she was <laughs> staying <laughs> drunk consecutively for two years. You uh, could call that hibernation. Hibernation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Intoxication. First Thank you for, for letting us into your world of horrors and nightmares and <laughs> ruined fairy tales. Yeah, bro, you don't want to know how the fuck I found out about Santa Claus, cause no nah, man, we're good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell us no more. I don't want to talk about it anyway. Man, man, I feel like you're incriminating us with these stories. <laughs> Look, Santa Claus is dead after that shit. Right? <laughs> I feel like you shot Santa or some shit. <laughs> Oh my right. Blood all in the snow, pulling that right. This is a children's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's like three people watching at this point. I would literally pay both of you 150 bucks each out of impressiveness. <laughs> yeah, right. If, <laughs> if you made so it this far, fun. you just won one dollar via cash. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. You were like, man, I'm bored of shit. Let me listen to this podcast. Five minutes in, you were like, it's not that bad. Let me listen to the rest of it. Now you were 46. What the fuck am I doing? Connor, do you think smoking should be banned worldwide? No, what the fuck? I'm smoking right now, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, man. You didn't even ask me to smoke what? I don't care if it's crack meth or weed. If you ban any of them, I'll be salty. Only because I feel like one don't lead to the other. Legalize them all. If you die, you dumb. That's how it goes. Only smoke the ones that are going to let you live. Very true. That's a weird, you know, theory. (laughs) I just think you should legalize all drugs, man. At the end of the day, it's going to stop drug dealers from making money. The, the people are going to tax it. They'll probably make actual facilities that'll help people. And also, I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to fucking do heroin, you're out of your motherfucking mind. All right, here's a here's a here's a, a deeper question. You ready? Sure. All right, dude. Well, considering the last question sucked, let's hear it. <laughs> All right, the sale of human organs should be legalized? Question mark. That's so vague. Yeah, what? <laughs> How did you attain these organs? I mean... Are you a doctor and somebody oh, died? You were like, organ donor? Let's you know, take them. Or like, yo, bro, I got a, I got a kidney here for sale, cuz. Who wants to join the auction? Like, I mean, 
it's kind of what you do anyways because you pay for the surgery, so you're paying for the the transplant. You're usually paying for the for the sure, organ. but it's through you know government now, like I regulated guess, means. I guess this would come to a place of like if you wanted to like give up your kidney or something because you could, but it would suck. But you could. Okay. And then you could sell it. But what if it was worth a lot? What if it was worth like? Okay, so the question could be rephrased as like. Should you legally be allowed to sell one of your organs if you have a duplicate? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> if you want. Is it a good idea? No. Can you do it? Sure. Should smoking cigarettes be banned? No. Is it a good idea? No. Can you do it? Yes. <laughs> Alas. And the next question on this fucking list, this is the only reason I said the cigarette thing, is should vaping be banned? Even if a scientific study came out tomorrow that said vaping gives you a 110% chance of dying, motherfucker. 110%. Should they ban it? All right, maybe. Um, if it was 50%. Okay, that came Dude, out that's really. still so. No, 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 no. Okay, I understand. You're talking about mortality. Look, yeah, that, 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 these rates are so unrealistically it's uh, horrible that they don't make sense. But if they did say, like, there is a chance it causes cancer, should they be banned? The answer is no. You have the right to decide, do I want to give myself cancer? Yeah. Then all right, do it. Fuck you. Terrible decision. Do your thing. It is what it is. It is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Look, bro, I mean, if, if that was the case and they truly started banning tobacco because it made you sick, they would have to ban potato chips because they made you fat. They would have to ban fucking alcohol because it made you fucking die. Like, the whole world would suck dick, bro. You wouldn't be able to eat sugar because it fucked with your heart. Right, but at, at what point do we draw the line? Because there is a point, you know, that's like two, like one day they're going to create a drug. It's like, this drug gives you the most incredible high of your entire life, yeah, but it's called you heroin. die the next week. And it's, it's called like, heroin. It exists. All right, and it's outlawed for a reason. Like there is a ban <laughs> on it. Yeah, because it kills you. Yeah, but it's if like you legalized it though, people would do way less of it because after a while, the people who produce heroin would be like, "Oh fuck, the market isn't the same. It's been legalized. There's a structure for it, so they're gonna make some more shit." But <laughs> but I feel like the big dealers would still make massive amounts of profit because they would be the first people that get into the industry. They would be the first people to obtain licenses. I don't grow. know enough on the subject. These are too dangerous and hardcore drugs for me to really have too much input on. But at the same time, all I know is that Amsterdam has legalized an array of drugs. And with that being the case, they're like the. the it's fixed the the crime population up a good bit. You know, I'll, I know it's it's obviously given money back to the community in certain ways. It, it has its benefit. I mean, Colorado legalized shrooms. How far do they want to take that? I don't know. But I imagine the farther you take it, the further you take the power away from certain crooks. Or potentially, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you do end up giving them more power. I'm not sure. I think drugs like heroin are terrifying because I imagine if you're so low and you do a drug like heroin, it's probably the best thing you ever feel. And despite how you actually you know suffer or feel in that moment you probably aren't actually aware of it so right but you know how like you know how in order to get like weed from a dispensary you need to have a license right like now that they legalize weeds and start how are i'm I'm curious to know how they would legalize you know heroin saying like oh yeah i went to a doctor and they prescribed they gave me this license saying i'm allowed to buy so it wouldn't be a a a medical thing because there's no medical benefits it would just be a recreational do it at your own risk if you die from it that sucks you shouldn't have done it but alas here's the medical uh results from doing it you now know that it kills you guaranteed if you do too much of it not a good idea now the only upside is is that you can have facilities 
that house different patients that are actually government funded from the sale of these drugs if they're selling them or from other sales of other drugs like weed that they're selling. You could have actual facilities where these people could go. They could dope the correct amount without actually overdosing and killing themselves. They could possibly be giving them treatments or alternatives to this at the same time from that center. It just opens the possibility for actual care versus you know, you're already out there. You're going to buy it if you want it. You're going to buy some fucked up shit you don't know anything about. Could be laced with uh, any other drug you don't know. You're injecting it into yourself. You're dead. You, right. I mean, like, but, but here's the other thing. Because as soon as... Because this is happening now. I mean, like, I, I think weed should be definitely legalized. But the fact remains that once it's legalized, it's easier to get it with government approval and then to sell on the side illegally for an average person who has a license for it. I would say that weed is definitely easier to get, sure, now that it's uh, medically available, but not really because it's way more expensive to go to that motherfucker and buy it there. That's true. It's definitely going to be more expensive. And also you have to go get a license, then that license takes away your gun license, and then, you know, there's all sorts of kickbacks. So, I mean, it does make it more accessible, but only to people who are actually going after it in the first place. And the only other thing it does is it allows doctors to actually be like, yo, you don't have to take these painkillers. There's actually this alternative you can try first. That doesn't work. We'll try this alternative that sucks more. You know, I mean, they have more ability to offer you, you know, a different method it, of treatment. It, it's kind of rough, though, with the painkiller uh, route because you're still technically doing damage to the body. Even if you tell them to smoke weed. The if you minimize life. damage, it's still better. That's true. I don't, if you could cure cancer without using radiation know. and doing damage, I'm sure you would. But, you know, you can't. So That's you true. Radiate I, don't, I just don't know what the effects, how much better the effects of you know, somebody smoking weed. For well, so they should have been doing long-term studies from the sixties, but they weren't. Instead, they'd rather do. Well, yeah, no, we, don't, we don't have that information. No. It might be better, but I think but we don't have that information for a ton of different things that we do. Every yeah, single day. So, I mean, you know, if, if, but to, 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 you know, to say, legally recommend it, as yeah, a license, obviously recommend. I imagine there would have to be enough study for this in the first place to ever get medic- medicinally approved in the first place there's no way that it got to the medicinal floor in the house or senate without some kind of medical backing it doesn't make sense you're not going mean, to convince the feds to not go after there, state level institutions i think the, the the idea of it yeah there is that's why you, there's plenty of you medical high that you can just relax in yeah that helps people that are enduring cancer but they've also like shown in different ways of using cbd or you know, other kinds of extracts yeah, and oil think, that it cure or it can help with symptoms of and I think that's psychosis. Or, it, because if if, it, if they just say, oh, it's just CBD, then it's like, oh, well, then you don't need the weed. You just need the CBD. Yeah. So at that point, you're just backfiring on. No, because on at the, the end of the day, there's also benefits to THC. That's as right. Well, which but is anxiety. If the medical benefits are not from the THC, then that's where you're like kind of screwed. But at the end of the day, if smoking cigarettes kills you and smoking weed kills you oh, yeah. and drinking alcohol kills you. Why would you only not be able to drink, smoke weed? Here's the thing. You think of like alcohol and smoking and all these things in such a negative connotation. I do because those kill way more people than the latter. That's true. But the things that you eat also kill you. So yeah. like, and people don't realize That's that. true. But I've also had to grow up with alcoholics my entire life and addicts my entire life. So obviously I'm going to be more biased to the motherfuckers. That's like, true. If, but yeah, food if, makes me like, sick and like bad. I grew like, up with an ob- oh, freaking obese father who's about to die. That's the same as growing up with an alcoholic parent no, because no, they're not. consuming something it's not. that's killing The you. obese father probably can't beat your ass. The drunk father is okay. definitely yeah, beating I mean, your that's... ass. The, the, one's way more fucked up than the other. I think they're both fucked up. I think one just... They're both sad. Physical. Sure. So it's, but it's, it's more one's of... way more pitiful than the other. But it's also, also which one has more of an effect on the people around them. Correct. And that is alcohol for sure. Right. right. Absolutely. If you're a fat alcohol bastard who just wants to eat all day till you die, you're just a fucking idiot. 
do you want to talk outcome from from drinking more i feel like if yeah, you're yeah if you're I'm, an alcoholic I hardly you're find just... those very comparable i mean they both suck and i guess as a child watching your father eat himself to death you'd be like what in the lord am i looking at but at least in that one it's like you could stop go outside like the other one there's a chemical i mean well, there's you, much more you, chemical you reaction can stop, but not not always you can't the always. chemical reaction from alcohol is much stronger than i'm sure it is oh, from well, the the chemical reaction your brain gets from eating food well, that's like more of a satisfaction the different it depends on the, on the person addiction. and there's also definitely yeah one's a craving addiction. i would say one well, i mean i guess they could both become full-blown well, addiction one becomes a necessity the other one becomes an addiction if you stop one though you get healthy if you stop the other you die if you quit it drinking actually, cold turkey you can die if you quit eating cold turkey, you could die too. Who the fuck drink. would you? I mean, I'm not saying just stop eating. Obviously, you still have to eat. Well, starving if, yourself if you after eating drinking, 20,000 calories. If you're at a point where your liver is reliant on the alcohol, then yeah, of course, you're going to die if you stop. Yeah, that's any alcoholic, you're though. You're not an alcoholic if your liver is not reliant on it. My mom has drank so many on your, times. on the count. Of the of the liver cell count, enzyme count, I think it is. Who? What the fuck? No, Who serious. the fuck's out here doing I'm that serious. kind of test though? What's, it, what's, if, what matters for the fat bastard? What do you mean? No, I'm, that, I'm talking about the alcoholic. Oh, I get that much, but I... oh, what kills the the fat person? Yeah. Oh, if they stop cold turkey, then they also can trigger a lot of shock into their body. They literally probably die of a heart attack because of that shock. I mean, I, yeah, I, I can imagine if they go from eating a fuckload of food to like, Nothing. all right, tomorrow I'm gonna eat yeah. zero. But no fat motherfucker oh, is going to do that. There's even some people that are just so fat that the only way for them to survive is literally getting liposuction or some shit. That's like, that's insane. Well, there's, not, you can't, there's no liposuction in the reverse for an alcoholic. You can get yeah, a stomach no, pump. Liver transplant is the only thing you can do. Yeah, or a liver transplant. But, but I mean, that's the same as liposuction. But either way, if you give an, al- an alcoholic another liver, they're just going to kill that liver too. It's true. But I don't know. I feel like some, some things, uh, addiction is always a choice, I feel like. It's never... It's hard to it's hard to say. If you don't have anyone in your life with severe addiction, I I feel like your input doesn't mean shit. If you do, you have some input. That's fine. But like, I feel like it's a it's a choice to a certain point because it's that's a choice at a certain point. You know. upon you, of course. But yeah, I mean, like, but anything could be viewed as forced upon you. Your husband cheats on you after thirty years of marriage. Your brain is literally taking a fat shit. You're melting. You're going through menopause or some shit. You want to you want to drink, and then eventually your brain's like, now nah, you need to do this. Reality's too hard. You know, that kind of shit. It, it, like, it's easy for it to take over your life real quick for, and for there to be no other way. And unfortunately, even if, like, oh, don't you care about your family? Don't you want to? Th-? They don't give a fuck. They're, they don't, they're not in reality enough of the time to, to make that decision. And, and if they are, Jesus, well, they, they are miserable the as fuck. The addiction of the high comes from not liking the actual present of their life. Yeah, for sure. So that is where addiction starts. And once it gets to that point, and they always want to be in that amazing feeling of being hot because it's the problem is though with alcohol it's not even an amazing feeling it's just that the sport yeah it's it's not feeling what what you're in it's yeah. like the same thing it's just a, yeah i mean like at least if you do other drugs you can feel good at the same time but yeah, at least the alcohol, with you alcohol you're just pure pure gum just gum do it again you just live in literally nothingness which is super sad but yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, as you do live with it, or if you, if you do live with it, you also look at it as, okay, I'm the child of this person. They have never decided once to pursue other avenues of help or this and this and this. That is the choice. To to seek aid is the choice. That's that, And obviously, you know, you can get to the point where you're like, I don't need help. I'm this and this. I'm this and this. Well, that's on you. You know, that it's the choices that you make after after the fact that really start to 
determine how strong of a human you are. And, you know, some people are just weak and, and, and they can never get out of it and they die. And that's the reality. You know, if you drink too much, you die. If you smoke too much, you die. If you eat too much, you fucking die. If you don't do anything, you'll die. I mean, it doesn't, it, whatever you, you do in excess, if it isn't good for you, you will die. Even if you work out too much, I'm sure it'll fucking kill you. Oh, yeah. You'll just get a heart attack or dehydrate or some, something will happen if you do something in excess. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it just comes down to the choices they make after the fact. If they never seek help, alas, you fucked up. Whatever yeah, happens you, now sucks. You kind of have two choices. Even, even if it was forced upon you, then have the choice to seek help. So, but I mean, then you get into all the crazy shit, like, you know, abusive parents and shit like that who hold you down. Well, that's, that's the downside of alcohol. Like you just said, like, oh, eating is the same as alcohol. I mean, yeah, sure, both can be addictions, but one's going to beat their kids, is going to beat their wife, is going to go fuck somebody up while drunk driving. Oh, I mean, that's not The fat that. bastard can I mean, hop in a car and drive. General, it's like anyone's parents are just like, abusing drugs I mean, if they're abusing marijuana that oh, would have been way more cool because they would have been like well, yeah but that's like the you, lowest, son, that's like the lowest tier drug you could we could talk about well if your parents are abusing some crazy stuff like pills or something and they're like foaming up like what do you think your childhood is gonna be it's gonna be god awful so i can imagine i'm sure every drug is bad i mean i could even imagine with marijuana if your parents all they do is smoke weed and don't care about you and that's gonna suck yeah too. it could definitely affect your life and that could give you a negative view on a lot of things i mean but like whatever you oftentimes grow around if it's bad enough it's a lesson learned it's all i think everything is just based on your early experiences in life kind of reflect what you think about how you think about things now it's just the way it is well it kind of comes down to like did you take a psychology class in high school did you learn (laughs) did you learn about nature versus nurture motherfucker because if you did i definitely you know you learn that psychology is a dope topic nature ain't shit until you, because like the nurture is, I guess it's all like fucked up. If someone raises you to be a cunt, you're fucked up. If they raise you in a place where it's also fucked up, super bad. So everything's to do with how you're nurtured, man. The nature, yeah, you're born one way. It is what it is. You're you're chill until somebody teaches you some fucked up shit. The thing is, like when you're when you're born, your brain is ready to get wired, and somebody yeah, wires, ready to be taught. Somebody wires that in some way, and then some other person's like, actually, that's not the way it's supposed to be wired. Now you have to unwire all that out of that person. And that's, if, if they have a long time of, of believing what they believe, it's not happening. It's very, that's a, you have that's to either an interesting age, way to put it. I, I kind of like thinking about it like that. The only way you can, you can, uh, I guess, um, catalyze that, that reaction of them <laughs> unwiring and, th- and pretty much thinking what you think as well is you have to make them experience that, that truth or be in a, in an experience that really, stimulates their brain to where they're like oh shit no yeah you have to you have to make them experience the truth which oftentimes breaks them and i would i would say breaking someone is the best way to show them that they're wrong and not necessarily breaking them because like you screamed at them enough to get your fucking point across i mean like hey this is my reality they disagree you show them your reality they're like oh fuck this is real or like hey this is how i view this topic you're like no that's not even real you take them around some people that do experience that shit you let them communicate with those people you know they're gonna potentially change how they view because obviously they're not living that life that they've never really thought of that life, whatever it is, you know, so perspective is, is, is huge. Dude, to me, it just comes down to how beautiful is it to not, to not know yet, to like get to that moment or even like the first time you tried something and you're like, dude, I remember the first time I tried that. That was amazing. I wish I could like try it for the first time again. Like everything for the first time is so, I don't know, like uh, such a fond memory. Yeah. It's so euphoric. 
Because well, it either, especially yeah. if you remember it for the better, obviously if you remember it for the worse, you're like, dang, I never <laughs> want to go back there. So also the power of not knowing is amazing because you're like, dang, I could forget this. Yeah. So first impressions, I feel like are, are incredibly important. I mean, everybody knows first impressions are important, but your inability to grab a first impression for a second time is <clears> the same thing is kind of crazy because your first impression of doing anything is pretty much how you're going to carry it through your whole life. Until yeah, exactly. you do it enough times to override that first impression. And there's a lot of times you wish you could have that first impression again because it's all the time. It was all so amazing. Yep. Kind of like for us, it was like, you know, going skiing like and snowboarding. We were like, dang, that was so dope. I want to feel that again. Like, I wish I could go there and not know how to ski and snowboard and start over. Like, maybe on some fluffy snow, I broke my ass yeah, and flew yeah. off a mountain so I could maybe forget that. Like, part. I was watching. <laughs> To just do things for the first time again because it was so much fun that first time. I, I get that with some things, yeah. Obviously, like you said, there's a lot of things you did for your first time and you were like, holy shit, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my fucking life. Like, yeah. you could probably watch a marathon runner and be like, man, that looks amazing. And then you go and run a marathon and you're like, I want to die because you've never tried or practiced or done any of these things that actually in order to perform a marathon. So, yeah, I can think of my first time snowboarding and uh, that was probably one of the most painful days I've ever had. But you love it, though. It's a memory of snow. Oh, it was the good. bomb diggity, but I don't want to have to re-fucking learn. I want to go out there and enjoy my goddamn snow. No, absolutely. 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 But unfortunately, it's been so long enough to go out there and relearn. So I'll learn. Well, well, it's not really because I remember I, I snowboarded for the very first time. And then a year later, I snowboarded for the second time. And it's like, yes, I, I, I had to kind of relearn it. But you relearn it in the very first day. It's not like it takes you the whole, like, couple days to figure out what you're like you know exactly what you're doing you just have to get your footing again you know yeah you just gotta That's get your true. muscle memory back yeah the yeah. only downside is if uh i don't get the shoulder fixed we're gonna Very have true. Yeah, your shoulders pretty well you just you, you don't, don't really use board. your hands so you should be fine yeah, you don't use your hands unless you fucking fall <laughs> yeah, you gotta pick yourself up it's gonna suck yeah it did suck yeah i think we should go to some green slopes nah fuck that i'm ready for the blacks baby Dude, go. oh my god the black diamonds already I think uh, I'm ready for it. I, don't care. I just want to experience anyway. a green slope. We didn't ever experience a green slope. Like all of that was blue. <laughs> I think they had a couple greens by the end of it. I mean, like, very, that, that like you could go the through blues to where get the freaking lift was at. That's where the green was at. Yeah, <laughs> where you couldn't ski anymore. <laughs> so when are we going skiing? Let's plan it right now on the podcast. Let's go this year. I mean, I'm trying to go to um, Alberta, Canada for my birthday. When's your birthday? October 20th, but I, I, I might push the, the date for my celebrating my birthday later on because I want to ski. So maybe whenever it actually starts snowing over there. Yeah. It's Canada, so and the mountains are high up. So it, I'm guessing October. Or I don't think Canada's happen. letting any flights in though, from the U.S. right now. So. Oh, dude, I got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know this guy, man. He lets you cross the border for a 50. So. No, I mean – We'll see. We'll see where the world's at. Of course, that's the crappy thing. Yeah, that's the big thing we need to see where COVID's at. Also, if we go there and then the U.S. is like, nope, <laughs> that's <laughs> like, true. You know, we gotta we gotta worry about every country just kind of being like, nah, screw you. And then we get stranded in like freaking middle of Malaysia. Oh God! <laughs> now we gotta live off the crop. <laughs> what are you? What are you capable of hunting? Yeah, I got a iPhone X, but I live in a shed. <laughs> There's no data and no friends anywhere. No one even speaks a lick of the same language. I mean, that, and that that's going to be podcast freaking episode 26. It's going to be in a little shed in Malaysia. <laughs> Jesus. Luckily, the interface still works. <laughs> yeah, when the boys' turn, uh, trip took a turn. Yeah. 
Wow, dude, we managed to go for an I'm hour. I'm down for Thailand. Six Thailand's a dope place, dude. I've seen all these people go to Thailand. I think the flight to Thailand is the most expensive yeah, part. Once it's, you're there, it's, it's literally, uh, it, it's what? Like, I think I saw it. I was going to go. It was like 900. I had a group of friends who were like, come on. Dude, they, they literally uh, booked two weeks of a bed and breakfast for $1,000. That's ridiculous. That's awesome. For that many people. Like, Well, so like. If we go to the Dominican, I can get a spot at this nice little four star resort for six hundred a month. That's freaking insane, dude. Insane. Dude, I'm freaking going. <laughs> dude, that's cheaper months. than my rent right bro, now. Bro, we, we I might, know. We I might know. be some freaking Dominican boys, bro. I mean, that's <laughs> only because of the situation and the and the hookup. But like, that's still insane, man. Six hundred bucks for the month. It's probably went up a little bit since then. They've done a lot of work to that place, but either way, I'll still hit up the boys and see what we can't work out. But that would be a sick trip for sure. Dude, honestly, y'all got to come beat the homies in Texas. I mean, Stefan's met some of them. I'm going to go to the old Texas. The old Texas. Texas. The old Texas. 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 Texas, mi amigo. See? Yeah, so uh, I got to go anyways at some point to go get all of my shit <laughs> that is in a storage unit. I tried some of uh, Mara's uh, female friend's Argentinian tea. Unless oh, you're... mate. Mate. Yerba mate, yeah, dude. Have Pretty you good. You, you might have tried it maybe when you came to my house at some point. My mom was drinking. They it. told me it had some. Uh, I don't know if I've had mate before. Psychedelic properties, perhaps, of some sort. It has. It gives you a, a body high. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it has a little bit. Of, I think it also has caffeine in it too. That might just be where the body high is coming from. It could just be pure caffeine. It could be. I don't know. It's pretty good That's though. It just tastes like tea. Oh, it's it's kind of a tea. kind of a funky little setup. It's just a yeah. It's traditional. It's what uh, basically, like, everybody drinks over there. It's just a thing. It's a social thing. You bring it you bring it to a group of friends, and you guys all pass it around, and it better be fire. Like, it better... Sounds like a joint. Yeah, it literally is. Like, it's... But Yo, it's your mate sucks, bro. You drink that, and then I guess you smoke as well. I mean, they do both over there, and then they love, we love beer, so... Fair enough. Fair enough. It is what it is, man. You gotta... Every country's got their own little thing they do. Yeah, that's just most of South, South, uh, I'd say Southwest, like Uruguay, Paraguay, like all those countries drink mate, but all the other ones, nah, they, they do coffee. Gotcha. So, did we ever decide what the fuck we we're gonna call this? It was, uh, it was between talking under the influence and bottled up, and both have, you know, other people have already been using those names, but I feel like for most names, people are gonna be using. We just have to be. We just have to make it before they do, you know? Maybe we'll call it 1800, bro. Assert our dominance. <laughs> Reposado. Yeah, I mean, we could do that, but, you know, it's kind of hard to distinguish yourself from, like, if your name is Josh, and that's all you're known by, when there's, like, six other thousand million Josh. Hey, bro, have you heard of Josh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, think of the most generic name. I would then... probably think instantly Josh Peck or some shit like that. I mean, the thing is, like, Morrow listens to Chad and JT. Those are like two super basic people names. Yeah, but they're so dope. And it's Chad and JT. Bro. See, there you yeah, go. It's, it's, it's just sick, two dude. super generic names together instead of one generic name. So maybe exactly. it should be you T-U-Y bottle. Right you know? <laughs> That's, yeah, dude, you can't beat that. Also, they're just, they're the bros. Dude. They're the homies. They got their whole Stoke Nation going. They got a good thing going over there. Like, we we're just all saw ourselves, homies, uh, I see in Scotland there's a term called Fudnut. Fudnut? Yeah, Fudnut. What does that mean? <laughs> it's not a compliment per se, but it doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> it's pretty funny though. Yeah, you know, it's kinda of, it's like jackass, you know. 
F-U-D nut. Yeah, fud nut. <laughs> fud nut. Okay. And I don't think anybody's going to have that fucking name. I, I mean, if I had to guess, if you were to say, like, hey, you want a fud nut? I'd be like, yeah, dude. Because it sounds like a chocolate bar. Or it does, doesn't it? Or you could be like, yo, bro, you ever heard of fud nut? Or like, you ever listen to fud nut? Dude, the podcast pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> fud nut? God damn. What do you think, Stefan? I'm not opposed. I don't even know what it means. I just told you, bro. I'm gonna have to go like do a show in Scotland. And it's like, like what the hell? It's like, like it's like a. I, I, depending on how it's said, it's like you know, it's like oh, you fucking fud nut. It's like it's like you. So it's like wanker. It's like no, no, no. Wanker's a, a motherfucker gets caught jerking off. That's pretty bad. Oh wow. Though. Yeah. So fud nut is like ah, oh, you idiot. Ah, uh, oh, you you little dumbass. You know, it's not too bad. It's pretty funny, and uh, I mean, it, it kind of fits. All three of us, we're not exactly scientists, as Stefan said, we're fud nuts. So, well, to be fair, I didn't say that, but <laughs> plus, dude, like you get famous, bro, you could be like, oh, it's not fud nut, gang, dude. I think we should just be the tavern boys, dude. The tavern boys, the, the tavern, tavern boys. What are we drunk every time we do it? We have to drink. We, <laughs> the if, tavern we, boys. if we get Cut video, F- we need to all be is, drinking dude. out of like, I mean, lock and sealed right here. That's our name. <laughs> I will be honest, dude. There's so little of this tequila left that it does feel appropriate to slam the rest of it. <laughs> well, you gotta you save it for the next that, podcast. That is bro. more than maybe four cups, <laughs> perhaps. Um, so we we can also like post a poll on Twitter, like, "Y'all, dude, what sounds cooler, Fudnut, Cavern do, Boys, I mean, or Big Dick Chonklas?" If we yeah. wanted, we could do uh, a freaking Instagram live too. I kind of like Tavern Boys, to be honest. The Tavern Boys is dope, dude. That know? sounds cool. You got to look it up, make sure it's not been stolen. I mean, it sounds cool, but also we would have to live up to it. You know, we would have to be drinking out of, like, cool mugs with, like... Oh, we could definitely do that shit. Bro. Or just drinking out of bottles. I mean, that's kind of what just I order, like, do. the freaking, uh, the dope, like, D&D mugs off of Etsy and drink out of those, dude. Yeah, okay. Or we could just, like, get a stain for Germany and actually drink it. You know, a new fucking man's uh, mug, yeah, fucking we I'm going to drink from a freaking Viking horn, dude. That's that's the way. Dude, Viking. if you drink out of a Viking horn. <laughs> that's the way, dude. I guess that is like, are we trying to be like tavern boys from like the fucking 1400s? Or are we trying to be tavern boys from like the 1800s? There's a big difference, gentlemen. I couldn't tell you the One's drinking from a moose horn, one's drinking from the elk horn, I'll, I'll be honest. I think the Vikings are the most badass people. In the oh, country. my gosh. Yeah, well, then you must fuck with the Scots, because the Vikings and the Scots, fuck. Well, I like all Scandinavian Vikings, yes. <laughs> we're a good group of people. We, like, like, we they like were definitely people, savages, and they did a lot of uh, anti-human rights things. But, but that's happening right now. Badass. I mean, they were just badass. And in that time period... It seemed like it wasn't that big of a deal for people. I mean, obviously for England, who wrote history, uh, it was a big deal, and Vikings are bad people. But, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I feel like back then, it was like, okay, nowadays, to be an artist, you have to be better than somebody. All right. Well, back then, to be a warrior, you had to be better than somebody. And unfortunately, there were no better warriors at the time than the motherfucking Vikings. Because they didn't, like, they didn't have some stupid creed to go by. They didn't, like, Pray to God. They're like, yo, what do you want to do today? They're like, we want to fuck. Like, what else do you want to do today? We want to fucking make money. Like, they were just, Can't they were just savages, bro. I'm watching the uh, Vikings right now on Amazon Prime, and those yeah. people are freaking That's insane. It's a pride culture just filled with savagery, bro. And when you savagery. get that kind of group it's of mentalities, freaking... man, they were they were born and raised into savagery, and that's what their legacy <laughs> has laid for them. You know? Oh, most definitely. Oh my gosh, people are crazy. <laughs> God dang it, brother. Well, I'd say this is a pretty good point 
end this one, gentlemen. I don't know if you feel the same. I think I the agree. same. I, I want to listen to it and see what the F it sounds like. Yeah, sounds good to me. Well, no one asked what you thought, dude. Well, that's thank you for that. I appreciate that you care about my input and my. Insight. I mean, your input is one third the input, but still, it is. But that's why I'm bringing it up to the. I mean, so it's your input of thinking that we should end it right here, huh? So I'm just gonna go. That's out a good point, limb, dude. dude. I'm just gonna go on <laughs> a little limb and say that uh, the Fudnut Tavern Boys have had enough. The Tavern Boys, the Tavern Boys are out, dude. I think, I think, I think the we've Tavern reached, Boys. We've reached peak. Uh masculinity right now my like my testosterone levels are so high i don't know that mine are 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 at that point but you know i'll I'll give it it to you that it's a good point to end it (laughs) yeah bro you need to go to the dock and ask for some tea patches dude. yeah you need some tea dude you need to increase your tea sorry dude i'm i'm slacking you know i'm not i'm just not at that point that you're at yet well then you need to go to the dock at least ask for some hgh dude but what if i just want to go to you guys you know that's I mean, I just got an HGH injection straight into my wiener the other day, and wow. let me tell you, dude, the results swole, bro. Just realize swole. This is gonna get pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm a little bit terrified, but dude, if I cared about my online persona, I would not be what? talking dude. in public with Trust you me. two. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, my online persona is atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, uh, go ahead and go to Pornhub and look us up. You we know, are also on yeah, OnlyFans. No, dude, I was raised by Cod Lobby, dude. That's like, damn. Whew. I mean, like, I thought I was hard. Like, our, our grandparents thought I had a hard They might have gone to Vietnam, bro, but we went to fucking Cod Lobbies. That's true. <laughs> they, never, they never had to deal with the blatant the discrimination that went in every single fucking abuse. direction Literally possible. Just, dude, if a girl hops online right now and she's like, hey, they'll be like, shut the fuck. Like, instantly they'll just start. That or you'll get the one guy that just yeah. can't. Hey, what's shut your, the what's fuck up. Babe? We won't stop hey. sipping, dude. Hey, babe, what's your Snapchat, babe? <laughs> wow, you're pretty good for a girl. Are, are you Damn, a girl? baby. Hey, are you hot? What's your Instagram following? <laughs> Literally the entire, the entire match. And at that point, I'm like, am I playing Call of Duty or what the? F am I on right now? Well, boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it there. I'm gonna pour one more shot to go. Oh, a little to go, dude. A little dude, what's gonna sick, dude? One more shot to go for the boys, you know. Dude. It's gotta it's gotta be the outro, you know. It's gotta be the outro. I just want you to know that I fully support your decision to take another shot. Well, I would like to say that I fully support your decision to take several shots right now in rapid order. I think that I hereby state under Article 2.3707 of Topics 2020. Yep. uh, That you are go. You are a green light, soldier. You can drink that shot. All right. Multiple shots in a row, Connor. Millions of Americans are watching right now. The first after outro of the Tavern Boys, the Fudnut Tavern Boys. All right. We're going to take a couple shots. We're going to give an outro statement. And we're gonna we're gonna call it a day. Yeah, you know, fuck it up, another one. All right, that's what I like to hear. You know, I don't want to be taking it by myself, one. even if it's just you know virtually over the phone. I'll take it. You let me know. Let me know when you got another one prepped, and I'll, I'm ready to go. I already poured my other one. Well, Maro said pour a little bit off quietly, so no one could hear it. So for that, I actually reason, said uh, I'll take the fucking handle, dude. <laughs> All oh, right, sick, dude. He said take the handle, I, uh, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's so that? we're going to have some video evidence of the of the handle taking, right? <laughs> what is that? That is the corner of a bottle. You <laughs> this man poured like the whole bottle into a glass and he's like, fuck, I have a little bit left. <laughs> I'm trying to say this. Yeah.
There you go. Siphoned it. There you go. Yeah, take a shot, you pussy. Yo, Stefan, cheers I don't even to... have water, bro. Cheers to, uh... Wait, let me get some water, bro. Cheers to 2021 being better than 2020. Fair. I'll, I'll drink to that. I'll, t- I'll definitely drink to that. Yeah, I'll probably die to that because I don't think it's going to happen. Well, let us pray for the best, my friend. Amen. Amen. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, that made my lips nip. All right, one more to go. You guys ready? I got my next one prepped up. Uh, I finished the bottle. We have no more tequila, dude. Well, I guess I'll take a shot for you boys then, huh? Well, actually, there's two of us here, so you'll have to take a couple more. Well, you know, I, I took one. I'm going to take a second. <laughs> Look, Stefan, I'm not asking you to be a man, but I'm asking you to at least be a good lad. I don't know. What, what, is, what is a good lad? You know, I'd rather just be a bad like, lad. Like, 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 man, a good lad gets absolutely fucking shit-faced until I can't even read them all. All right, you don't ask questions. You don't fucking ask anything. You just date what you've got to date. You, 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 you know what I mean? It's no matter of when, how, or if. It's a matter of do it right this fucking second or you're not a real guy. You know what I mean? It's like, do I want to simp till tomorrow or do I want to be a fucking gentleman and get it done and slam the pud tonight? Okay, well, fine. I mean, if you put it like that, I guess I'll just slam it tonight. We'll, we'll see what happens. I can't just... Just relax on me. Also, it's way easier to understand you speaking in Scottish while drunk than while sober. You understand all that? I understood every single word of that. And normally I, I catch like most of the words, but I caught every single word of that. That's actually fucking dope. That's actually, yeah, no, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, you know, there's not many times in my life where I have congratulated you, especially in such a public setting. But Stefan, I would like to give you your wings today, buddy. Thank you. I, I will take my wings and I'll take a second third shot for you for the did you boys. just say wings is that what you said i said wings well that's awkward this man was like i was like yeah bro Stephen, you know there's not many days i want to like publicly acknowledge you but today you get your wings and he's like i'll take those 10 wings i'll take those wings i'll take them until i don't know what to do with myself i mean from there on out man listen if someone was offering would you not take the 10 wings it depends who's offering, I guess. If 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 you were offering yourself ten wings, yeah, dude. Right, absolutely, bro. If you're absolutely. offering me ten wings, I'm taking it. All right, no, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, but like, if someone offers <laughs> you twelve doses of cheek season, oh, cheek season by the way is, is a whole another level, bro. I don't the want more cheek season one has. I will by one we mean a female bro. entity. Go- governments her, are getting involved. Yeah, if her cheek season levels are too high. Dude, her, her Instagram follower account is retarded, and you know that ass is fat. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, for a man so to even... So too high, the government has to intervene because, dude, it's just too much power. Yeah, for a man to even fathom getting into the arena with a woman with, you know, a, a cheek cesium addiction, perhaps. You know, something that's just really taken over her life. That would what? not be a good how, idea. Do you know how many uh, countertops go to seek therapy because they've had cheeks on them. I have to take a shot just from the, the level that we're talking at. <laughs> That's actually just from hearing the just word think aloud. About, think about how many count. Do you think the counter wants that girl's cheek on it? No. That counter has the, the right to say no. See, and the thing but that no, most people... got bottomless prime over here taking pictures for OnlyFans. And boom. See, people go. always talk about the, the counter, but they never talk about the mirror, bro. That mirror has seen more cheeks 
in its goddamn life that it knows what to do with, bro. The camera lens, bro, you can replace her. Yo, the mirror, dude, stays yo, on the wall, dude. Yo, but low-key, like, I can't even talk shit because I've made my mirror see some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't want to talk about it, but since we're being open, dude, my mirror might have seen some cheeks, bro. You think so, bro? You think you let you, you think you let a couple of cheeks just slip, bro? <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I don't want to say I let them slip or slide, dude, but the cheeks may have glided and landed right on the sink counter, dude. I mean, I mean, wow. not have tried to helicopter dick. <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought like maybe if I could pogo dance on my pogo wiener, like we could probably make something pogo work. Wiener. So set up the camera, wow. kind of reflecting off the the the, the mirror, and yeah, dude. So this cheeks. This, this podcast went from very interesting, relatable conversational to you know what happened states. people got drunk people started to get alcohol problems you're right, you're right. at 74 minutes between that point and 83 minutes uh Dude, transcendence probably, occurred it probably sounds so different in the beginning like honestly i kind of want to go back and hear it now well there's only one way to do that stefan morrow i bid you gentlemen for well this is Connor, and I'm signing off, dude. May the tavern boys live forever hey, onwards. <laughs> Fuck you, Fud Dots, kid. Now he's gone. We'll start the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, dude, I guess the tavern boys are out. Uh, yeah, clearly we all gates, have. The gates of heaven have closed. Yeah, we clearly have issues with uh, letting go, so farewell, brother. I'm going to transcend to the fourth realm. <sighs>